Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are back for episode two. We said that we would record twice a week, and then our schedules didn't line up. So here we are again, uh, second podcast in the second week. But that's all right. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. My name is Ryan Early Coleman. Going. Early going. Uh, my name is Ryan Coleman. Join with me is Jack McKessie, my wonderful co-host. Jack, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you? I am also doing pretty well. I was pretty productive today. Uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. Got a lot done. Did some writing for some college basketball. Uh, did Ooh. some sequel training. Hung out with my dog. Uh, cleaned up my house a bit. So now I'm recording this podcast and I'm climbing climbing later tonight. So, yeah. Sounds like a great day. I know, right? It's, it's always nice to have one of those productive days and like follow a schedule, especially after yeah. being able to sleep in a bit, but... Yeah. Oh yeah, one of those. I had, to, I had to wake up early for my my work. I was just running social media again today. Mm. Had a couple of things to do. Otherwise, I just kind of sat around and waited for assignments. But that's okay. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, that's not bad. Also, tomorrow's Friday. Then we got the weekend, and then uh, we're one week closer to uh, March Madness, which we will cover in ad nauseum, or at least I Woo! will. And Jack will listen, so don't Woo! worry about that. But uh, this is a song of sports and shows, and based on the feedback that we got from all of our listeners, uh, we, we, we want to go in order of this title, you know, just keep it more organized. It's easier to listen mm-hmm. to. So so let's start with some music, Jack. Are you good with that? I'm good with that. Yeah, so I'm last down to rock and roll. Last week, we uh, I talked about Dreamland by Glass Animals, which is an album they released, I think, early quarantine. I don't actually know the date. And then uh, Carnival by Bryson Vine. Bryce Vine, and I really, really liked it. It's like Glass Animals is kind of psychedelic alternative, indie alternative. Um, I've been listening to them since like 2016, 2015. I saw them live, and I was just interested, so I looked into it more. Well, as uh, Bryce Vine, I only knew their his single um, Drew Barrymore, and then I just looked yeah. into it more, and Sour Patch Kid is, is one of my favorite songs on the album. I know you haven't listened to Jack, so I'm just going to explain it to you, but you really should listen to it. I, you're right. I should, but I I would like to be enlightened. You would like to be enlightened. Okay, maybe this time I'll actually uh, do some research on legalities. We can hit up our uh, professor. Who's the guy we had? What's that guy's name? Kind of rolled around always with his uh, broken leg. Were you in my class? Were you not in my class? I no, I don't think I don't think I was. I don't for know. podcasting? No, it wasn't for podcasting. For. Uh... Man, this is this is oh, great for, content. Oh, um, for uh, media law and ethics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Doppelt. Jack Doppelt, my guy. We can uh, talk to him about legalities in uh, podcasting and putting music. I, I wish we could include it. I'm I'm sure we can. Little snippets, but I guess we can always try. And then we, if we get in trouble, ask for forgiveness. Right? That's a yeah. You always ask for forgiveness rather than permission. There it is. That's the saying. That's what I was looking for. So uh, my my album of the week this week is Ringo's Desert by Zhu, um, Z-H-U. It's an album that came out in 2018. Um, I was recommended to it by a friend of mine, and I'm pretty excited. I've I've heard it's a trip. I've heard it's a pretty exciting roller coaster. But other than that, have you been listening to anything you want to give a shout out to? I've just kind of been listening to a bunch of like classic older albums. I listened to uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West a little bit. Very nice. Uh, Devil in a New Dress, Rick Ross verse, Pretty Heat. If you have not listened to it for some reason, I would recommend that you listen to that song and the whole album because it is probably one of the best of Kanye's, if not the best, in my opinion. 
interesting. We could have a fun Kanye debate on here sometime, but we'll uh, tab that for a later date. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I've come across this new song called Big Love by uh, Lewis the Child. It's worth Earth, Earth Gang, and it's pretty hype. It's pretty exciting. Um, I definitely recommend checking that out too. I don't actually know when it came out or any information on it. It just came up on like my recommended list for Spotify, and I've been listening to it, and it's been pretty sick. Doing some Spot- quick research, it came out in 2020. Oh. With the album Here for Now by Lose the Child. So. Oh, maybe that should uh, be added to the albums list, but hmm. cool. Thank you for that uh, that quick research. Yeah, we no, here no in the podcast industry are great at that stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just, you know, type away, do my little mm-hmm. research, do a little, little tasks. Anyways, shall we move to some sports? I don't, I don't really have any much more on the, the music side of things. Yeah, I guess I'll probably talk a little bit about drake next week whenever we record next he's releasing mm-hmm. his album tonight i don't know which number of album it is um looking forward to that that's but pretty exciting i don't have anything I... else in terms of music i have not really like i mean i know who drake is if you believe me but i didn't even <laughs> realize that he was releasing an album has this gotten a lot of press or is it kind of not as hype as previous albums I don't know. It's okay. I looked it up. It's an EP. I don't know if it was really getting that much press at all. I don't really remember how I found out that it was happening. I think, oh no, I was watching like a Twitch stream and someone brought it up, but mm. I don't know Neat. how long it's going to be or anything, but I know it's coming out tonight. Very cool. Well, make sure to listen to that after we release this. So we'll see who uh, releases it first. I know people are just as excited for this podcast as they are for Drake releasing new music. So we know we got some competition. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the uh, sports world is it's kind of mellow right now. I mean, the NBA All-Star Game's coming up halfway through the season. I am not crazy about NBA. I do some uh, daily fantasy for that and write about that. But in terms of following the teams specifically and my, my interest in the outcome of the season, I can't say I'm too crazy about it. How about yourself? Um, yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I've been moderately following a, the NBA season a little bit because the Knicks are kind of good again, question mark. Oh, that's They're right. They're like on the fringe making the playoffs. I know the All-Star break is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Um, so there, there'll be some highlights from that i guess but i don't I, there probably aren't any fans or anything but you know dunk contest three-point contest the game is kind of eh but i don't i don't particularly feel that invested in this season yeah it seems kind of like a eh season like college football this year was just kind of like let's just get it done and you know move on to the next one and the NBA with a bubble and kind of like that was the first really sports games being back over the summer, which was, was exciting, but the season just kind of feels different, I guess. And there's all the back-to-backs and so many people are sitting out and there's all these delayed games and that seems to be taking over the interest over um, the actual playing of the game. Yeah, exactly. I, I really hope that, you know, by next round of seasons maybe by the end of the baseball season even we'll have like more fans back which would be nice i think that'll make everything feel a lot more normal mm-hmm. yeah whenever uh, the first game back with like a full stadium i'm very excited for just seeing that again and hearing it and knowing yeah, what it was like, like to experience that 
I was going to say, even just hearing the crowd react to stuff is something that I really have missed from watching games, even on TV. Like, it just gets me so excited when, like, a big play happens and I hear everyone going crazy. Yeah, because they included the fake noise crowd volume, but it's not the same. I mean, it's, it's just kind of on, on loop of, like, four different types of cheers and the timing is always off. So, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So exciting. But uh, In other sports news... I mean, this is there's not a whole lot going on right now. It's kind of like you said last week. We're in a bit of a dead period right now before March Madness and baseball are really back. But uh, Baker Mayfield saw UFO last night. Oh, that's right. Wednesday night. Um, and Colin Cowherd, as you might expect, someone who is not a big fan of Baker Mayfield, uh, said that he prefer his guys, namely Joe Montana, Troy Aikman. Terry Bradshaw and Tom Brady have never seen Aliens, and he prefers that they don't talk about it, like Baker did. So I don't know why, like, I know that Cowherd is, like, you know, a media person, so he has to give his opinion on it, but it's like, what what, what, what does he think he's going to get? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's like, let's talk about UFOs today, guys, and the sports world, you know? It's like, well, you got to yeah. comment on that. It's just a tweet, but... We were talking before we started recording, and you said you think it's for a commercial? I think I, that's my conspiracy theory. I feel like, you know, random tweets like that, you know, they could just be at face value, like something happened that Baker wanted to tell Twitter about. But on the other hand, I was thinking kind of about, do you remember when Todd Gurley was like making a big deal about how he wanted a cat? And then he finally got the cat and was like, all right, guys, I'm going to tell you what I named my cat. And then it was Hulu has live sports, and I was like, "Okay, that's that's kind of disappointing." I, Do you like, think he I, actually calls his cat Hulu has live sports like every I single time not. he refers to his cat? <laughs> I really hope not. So here's my cat. Uh, does he abbreviate it so it's like H H L S? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hulu has live sports. Get over. Like, I don't think I could. And even if you, I guess you could just call it Hulu, but. Eh. That's not that exciting. But I know that Tom Brady did the same thing, too, when there were all the rumors swirling around where what team he was going to go to. He just posted a picture of him, like, walking through a tunnel at a stadium. But it came mm. out as, like, I think it was a Hulu commercial. So Hulu marketing. Yeah, I man. remember that. I remember that. Hmm. Yeah, Crazy so I, I feel like this Baker thing could be just, like, Maybe there are aliens in the next progressive commercial, or he's also with Hulu, so maybe there are aliens in that commercial. Yeah, just Hulu like Hulu has know, sci-fi shows. Hulu has sci-fi sports shows, <laughs> but no, I think that's a good theory, and it's just like protect this house, you know, protect it from the aliens coming down, stuff like that. Yeah. Hmm. Mm, otherwise, in sports. Uh, some allegations came out about Les Miles, or I don't even know if they're allegations. I think he was yeah, found to have an appropriate they had the with investigation in 2013. Yeah, but there was a settlement before the report was made public, so that's kind of messed up. And where he's at USC now? I don't know. Actually, I just know that he isn't at LSU anymore. Les Miles. He's in Kansas. Oh God! Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if Kansas is gonna keep him on 
or like if they knew about this, but the report wasn't public until today. Yeah, it's continually upsetting to hear these stories come out, and obviously it's good that people are speaking out about it and, you know, being able to be honest and open, and obviously I support that, but it's just really infuriating and frustrating that there's continually all these, not even claims, but like findings of malbehavior and it's just really upsetting and I'm excited to be a uh, general manager of a baseball team someday so I can do these like trainings on, you know, microaggressions and sexual assault and actually people take it seriously. But right. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say other than it's it's good that people are opening up and coming out about it because these people who have like ruined others' lives and most of the time it's men what ruining females' lives just by doing it and then understanding that, that it's so hard to come out and, you know, be open because they're probably going to get a back, a ton of backlash. So, yeah. yeah, I, there's been a lot of stories coming out, like in the past couple months, even just like this year in 2021 of, of men in sports harassing women and, you know, less miles is most recent one, but then you had Mickey Calloway, the angels yeah. pitching coach, um, Jared Porter, the Mets GM that they hired and immediately mm-hmm. fired. So it's it's upsetting, and it's upsetting that it's also not very surprising that you know this is kind of where we're at in yes. the sports media world, that women still are not getting the respect that they need and deserve. So, you know, I, as you said, it's good that more people are coming out and sharing their experience. Hopefully that inspires other people to do the same uh, or not. Hopefully it just inspires change, honestly. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, and then the uh, I forgot the the manager, GM, owner, president. I forgot the title of the uh, Mariners. I think he came out and was yes, just the bash, Yeah, bashing all of the players, and then there were reports of how like ten years ago there was a settlement on like the allegations of abuse. So yes, I agree yeah. how it's upsetting how like normal this is, but. Hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. It's good to have these talks. Yeah. 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 You know. Hope hope it stimulates a conversation with some of our listeners, or at least hope, some reflection. Hopefully, some reflection, something. Yeah, something to think about. And also, it's just like just the consideration of how, um, people like just speak in general to like men versus women, especially like in the sports industry. It's just seems to be a thing that people don't even realize, but that's just such like a base step layer to understand. And like, you got to learn to respect them. And I I feel like I'm having very broad generalizations and I'm obviously coming from a place of privilege. So I I don't feel very credible right now, but I I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Cool. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I felt I felt like it was good to talk about that at least bring it up because it just mm-hmm. it just broke like right before we started recording, so I think that's good to talk about. Yeah, but it's as never far as fun, other sports news, but yeah, go not ahead. Really much else? No, really isn't. Really is not. Um, in more a golf local tur- news. Yeah, oh, is it golf tournament? 
there is a golf tournament. It's the Arnold Palmer Invitational just kicked off today. So no really update on who's going to win because there's three more days of it. But that is happening. Right. Who's winning now? Does it, can you see? Oh, well, McElroy. let's find out. Rory McIlroy was a big favorite. Uh, I think he's, he's done tied well in with this. Corey Connors. Corey Canada. Connors. Bryson DeChambeau is doing well. Uh, Cockrack. Yeah. So they're both six under par, I think, through 18 holes. Let's see. I mean, I guess everyone will already yeah, know this information by the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So that's some exciting golf stuff. Did I mention golf last time and how I uh, am trying to get back into my golf game? I and think you, you did, you, yeah. You gave me tips. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was a lot yeah. more exciting. Yeah. Um, And more local, not really sports-related news per se, mm-hmm. but uh, Northwestern's president, Morton Shapiro, is uh, announced he's leaving Northwestern. Uh, what? Next August. August 2022. Are you serious? I, I am. I think his contract is over. Uh, oh. And he's stepping down. So that's something. It's It could be kind of sports-related because people have been joking about, about uh, Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern's football coach, taking over as uh, president of the as university. President? <laughs> <laughs> and, and now that Jim Phillips is gone as athletic director, he could have a trifecta of uh, university president, athletic director, head football coach. Wow. I don't I think, think it'll they'd... happen, but it's I... funny to think about. That would be really funny to think about. I mean, he could probably do it, honestly. Like, he's capable. But I'm surprised by the news. I did not even know that. Huh. Yeah. Well, look at that. Breaking news on the podcast of things I didn't even know about. Huh. I just, I, I just went on Twitter um, and, uh, at least for me, Morty is trending. <laughs> so it says it's adult animation. Cause I think that Twitter thinks people are talking about Rick and Morty adult animation, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people are talking about Morty being gone. So yeah, I guess it could be big ish news if it's on Twitter trending. Well, I'm just, I don't know why it wouldn't be trending for me. Don't you think it would it be trending for me? Let's see. I would Let's feel like yes. Check the stats. Um, I got Lola Bunny. Oh yeah, Lola Bunny. Oh, that, Space that's, Jam. That's sports, we got to talk about Space Jam and media news. Space Jam too. There's some like uh, clips, not clips. Um, some like photos. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. From set, Don Cheadle is going to be in it. I guess. Mm. I saw him alongside LeBron James in one of the photos they released. Um, but Lola Bunny was trending <laughs> because uh, they kind of toned down how uh, provocative the animated rabbit <laughs> in, in the first from the first movie. And some people were upset <laughs> about that, um, that they toned down her, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Appearance. I want to remind everyone: not movie. only is she an animated character, but she is a literal rabbit. <laughs> In a children's movie. In a children's movie. Yeah. So, uh... hmm. I did see the uh, shots coming out, uh, the pictures with LeBron and Tweety Bird, and 
He tweeted about it. Haha, <laughs> tweeted. But uh, uh-huh. I'm pretty excited. Is there a release date for that yet? Do you know? Do I, I know? Think the last I heard, it was July 16th of this year. It is July 16th. That's hype. Uh-huh. It's my birthday. Uh-huh. That's how I knew that. Oh my gosh, happy early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Only four months and a couple weeks like to go. I'm good. But who's counting, right? Not me. But yeah, Space Jam 2. That's exciting. Space Jam 2 is exciting. It is sports, and it, it, this is like the reason The Ringer exists, to, to combine these things. Exactly. Shout out uh, The Ringer, if y'all are listening. We would Shout love to hop on your, We would love to hop into your podcast network. Yeah, and we'd love to have you as a guest as well, because obviously we are two comparable... Yeah, Bill Simmons. Comparable. Remember us podcast. from our class that you dropped Remember us, Bill? I, I, <laughs> did you ask a question? I didn't ask a question. I don't think I did ask a question. Oh, well. <laughs> also, uh, Malika Andrews dropped into that class, and I did not appreciate that enough. Did I pronounce that right? Malika? Malika? I think it's Malika. It's pre- But yeah, she did drop into that class. Malika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Shout out J.A. Dande. Shout out, shout out, you know, my former life as a student that is way past me now and makes me sad to think about, but, you know. Who cares? Right. Also, shout out. Jay Adande tweeted out a video of Kobe, I think yesterday, maybe a couple days ago. But Kobe made a bet with some reporters that he could make a half court shot. If they gave him five shots, he could make one with his left hand. Oh, I you know, saw Kobe the left hand. Yeah. And he made he made one, and one of the reporters bet against him, so he had to do 200 push ups. But he's like, ah, I didn't see it. Let's do double or nothing. And Kobe said, okay, give me five, or give me 10 more shots. I'll do it again. And he did it like on the second or third shot. And he's like, all right, that's 400. And J.A. was kind of in the background like, I knew not to bet against you, Kobe. And Kobe <laughs> was like, that's tough, J.A. It's tough. It was a good video. It was kind of heartwarming and uh, a little sad given that Kobe's passed away now. But yes, it's a good video. Is sad. This has not been the most exciting podcast, but, you know. We yeah, there's, what's a, there's be not covered. that much to talk about these days with sports. It's kind of slow. Yeah. There's yeah, baseball and... spring training. There's NBA All-Star break. We're just kind of waiting for March Madness, I think. Yeah, because after March Madness, it leads right up to MLB, and that is my favorite sport, personally. And mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Then it's like you got NHL, you got NBA, you got MLB, you got everything going on. You got the NFL draft, which you're covering. You got a bunch of stuff, so it's pretty hype. Shall we talk about WandaVision? We should. It's cool. So, uh, what do you think of the last episode? I thought it was solid. I saw some people online saying they were a little disappointed by it. I don't know why. I felt like it gave good background. It was very heartfelt and emotional. Um, it made it made sense to me that they would go back and explain the deal with Agatha Harkness, where she came from, and then how Wanda ended up making the hex in Westview. So I thought it was good. What did you think? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think it was just different than any of the other episodes. So that's why people probably like, it was easier to critique this episode. I thought, but I enjoyed it more because of that backstory and all of the like really detailed Marvel people were probably critiquing it too, because 
in Age of Ultron, Pietro was talking about how like they were eating dinner when the bomb came and killed their parents, whereas in the TV show, uh, they were watching, you know, what was it, Dick Van Dyke? Elevin- Ed Sullivan? Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Dick Van Dyke show. Wow, that's really specific. I totally Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like little Ultron. like continuity stuff. And then also it's like they are never in the entire history of Marvel have ever alluded to Wanda's interest in sitcoms until they started this TV show. And I mean, that requires a lot of foresight. So I totally understand that, but it was just little things. And I think it was also because, um, this episode didn't, didn't have any, there was no sitcom part about it, which I think there was one other episode, but that was it. And that one introduced Monica and, you know, uh, Oh man, I cannot think of the other two characters. Wu uh, and then Woo Dorothy and Don Darcy. Donald? Darcy. Hmm, I knew Darcy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I thought this was a good one though. I I liked. Uh, obviously, there's that line going that was going around. Um, what is grief? What is grief <laughs> if not love persisting? What is March 2021, if not March 2020, persisting? <laughs> no, there's been some good ones. But I, no, I thought that was like a really beautiful line, honestly. Like, there's a, the reason it was spreading is because it was a lot of people were talking about it in the first place, just because of how emotional it was delivered and like the context behind it with Wanda. You know, her brother just died like in front of her. And she's just isolated with Vision. It's just the two of them. And she's trying to cope, you know, the only way she knows how with the sitcoms. And then Vision says that. And I think such such a good line. Like, maybe one of the best in the MCU so far. Because um, I just, I've, I've been thinking about it, like, every day since that episode came out last, last Friday. Yeah, it is definitely a really, really good line. And I thought that whole scene of them in the complex was just really well done. And... I mean, I agree. It's the tied for the highest rated episode of the season. So I don't really know. I think it just got the most response because there was so much going on and it was so much emotional turmoil and like people were kind of confused with like the timeline of Wanda. And I didn't realize that she was born with her powers. But as McKenna was explaining to me, shout out McKenna, what's up? Um, Yeah, she was like a mutant, but she was born with it, but it was dormant. But then it was kind of brought out in her when she was tested on the um, Mind Stone. So. I thought yeah. it was pretty cool, and now I know a lot more about Wanda. Yeah, I'm interested to, to I, like, there's, I still have a lot of questions, is what I'm trying to say. Because, you know, there's the whole Pietro thing, the fake mm-hmm. Pietro. Yeah. The, I, I want, I'm wondering what his deal is, because I, I think last week was talking about my expectation that he was somehow going to be part of that multiverse thing, but now I'm not so sure. Yeah, but me now, neither. Like, I don't know. Also, so episode... I'm interested to see about that. Yeah, and episode seven ended with him like taking Monica or just like knocking like something with her, him and Monica, but then it cut to black. And yeah. neither of them were in episode eight, so I assume they've gotta come back to that. Um mm-hmm. and also Then there's the the credit scene in this episode, this most recent one, with uh the new vision, the white all white, white vision. White vision, yeah. That's pretty sick. I yeah. think. I, I hope they don't like, you know, mess that up. But I think it'll be, I think it'll be good just because Vision knows everything now, right? Her created Vision. Mm-hmm. So 
I wonder if they'll interact or like if Wanda will see white vision and then, you know, break down or what will happen. But yeah. And I think, well, I think the, the expectation is that like the vision that Wanda created, I saw, I've seen some like fan theories and like people taking screenshots from the show, but like the, the theory is she took vision's consciousness and kind of like internalized it. And that's how she created the hex vision yeah the one that we've been seeing the whole show yeah and then this like corporeal mechanic like machine vision that um sword created is gonna be how vision is able to come back and leave the hex like he'll somehow be able to merge his consciousness with this husk kind of like how he was originally created in age of ultron with jarvis yeah and um be able to leave the hex so i don't know i think this episode is probably going to be pretty long I'm expecting like hour plus territory because there's still a lot that needs to be answered or they just leave it on a cliffhanger. I think they're going to do that just because be upset about <laughs> they like, I can't imagine that this next phase is going to get nearly as much viewers as their first three, just because, you know, I am as excited about it as anyone. We talked about it last season, but the people that they have now just aren't as exciting as, you know, Iron Man and Captain America and Thor. Mm-hmm. It's like those were just such household names that they were able to develop, but maybe I'll be wrong and maybe they'll be able to develop enough. But I think they're going to leave it on a really big cliffhanger just so that everyone is really excited about Doctor Strange and, you know, what comes next. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see, I guess. It's, com- yeah. it's coming out in a little bit. Like, not even five hours? (laughs) Yeah. Or it comes out at, like, four in the morning, something weird like that. So, I guess everyone will have watched it by the time they listen to this, but let us know how it is in your mind. (laughs) Let us know what you think about our theories before the episode airs. Maybe we were right, maybe we were wrong. Who knows? We'll see. Guess we'll find out. Also, I was also... Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) uh, No, you first. Okay. Uh, I was also disappointed because I think I talked about it last week as well, but Paul Bettany, the actor who plays Vision, kind of alluded to him uh, working with an actor he's always wanted to work with mm-hmm. in the show. And I was like, ooh, who's going to be like the big reveal? Who's going to be the big cameo? And then he was like, yeah, it was, it was literally just me twice since we have two Visions now. I just really wanted to work with myself. I was like, oh... Wait, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that. He's like, yeah, he, he came out clean. He was like, yeah, I was talking about myself because the double vision, you know, and I was, I was disappointed about that. But... Wait, but he wanted to work with him. What does he mean by that? Like how to act? Well, he's saying like, like he, he's an actor I've always wanted to work with. And obviously he's never acted with himself because he is himself. And it's really just a green screen. I don't know. It's stupid. Interesting. Unless it's a misdirect. Which would be kind of cool, but that I don't know. Sick. Do you know how old he is, Zach Paul? I want to say he's like forty-five. Yeah, he's forty-nine. He's forty-nine. I did not know that. I thought he was like thirty-five. Really? I felt like he was. I knew he was kind of on the older, not older, but like upper middle age. Yeah, but I mean, because Elizabeth Olsen is thirty-two, so I didn't. I just didn't realize that he was that much older but you know yeah. the more you know the more and you I know think he's he's married to uh jennifer conley too 
which is kind of sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Now I'm looking at all these pe- people's ages. Evan Peters is 34. Jeez. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. So he's older than Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Neat. All right. Uh, Neat. Got anything else for the uh, watching pot part of this? The show's part? I don't really. I haven't been watching too many other things. I started to. I kind of watched a little bit of the um, Elisa Lamb documentary on Netflix. Have you heard? Of, have you heard or seen that at all? I have not. It's a case of the um, woman who I think it was in 2014. Uh, she went missing um, from a hotel in L.A. and oh. they. Uh, eventually found her body in the water tank at the hotel. Oh my gosh. Um, but there was like a video that the police released that was like the last appearance of her like anywhere on any cameras. And she's kind of acting erratically outside of the elevator. Um, and so there's a lot of conspiracy theories about it. So the the Netflix documentary is kind of di- a deep dive into the investigation, uh, possible theories about what happened. Because we still don't really know. But it's a pretty interesting show. I would recommend it's it's only four episodes on Netflix. I think about fifty minutes each. Oh, so, that's easy. Yeah. And Shout what was it called? Show. One more time. Uh, I actually don't know what it's called. I'm gonna look it up right now. Her <laughs> name, the woman's name is Elisa Lam. E L I S A L A M. Um, the show is called Crime Scene: The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Oh, very nice. Um, a TV show that my friend has been talking to me about and I've been interested in watching for a while is the uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, it's the animated oh. TV show Star Wars. And yeah, I actually I have watched a little bit of that recently as well. Because apparently the most recent season is just like the best television ever made. Um, I've heard that. Season, or season 7, episode 10, 11, and 12 are all rated 9.9 on IMDb. Jeez. And that is very hard to do because that's a better year, ending than Game of Thrones that is, was rated on IMDb. Really? That's like I didn't even know that. That's almost that's literally double the rating, which is yeah incredibly hard to accomplish. Oh, oh, R.I.P. But uh, <laughs> you think they'll make an animated Game of Thrones? That'd be kind of sick. I'd watch. They that. could. I could see right. It. Maybe like a, one of the prequels. Yeah. You could do a lot with animated shows that you can't do with live action. Yeah, and that's why of... the uh, what if ones are all animated, right? Yeah, yeah. But have you watched any of the other? Have you watched the The Witcher? I have watched The Witcher. Yeah. Okay. Is that any anything to write home about? So it's it's pretty good. I'm I'm a fan of the video games, so I like had some knowledge going into it. But okay. the timeline and the story board like the format of the storytelling is very confusing and it only kind of comes to a head like right at the end um so i was very confused for a lot of watching the show but i would say overall it's pretty good they said the second season i think comes out december and it's supposed to be more of a linear storytelling but i i did like the first season at least okay okay i also like henry cavill a lot I think he's a good actor. Hmm. Well, Henry, if you're listening, uh, 
you're always welcome to come on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I know uh, you're you... not Superman anymore, Henry, but like, <laughs> still have to have you, man. Oh, that's right. Um, but you mentioned video games, and I just wanted to mention real quick. This is a song of sports and shows and uh, video games, if that adds up. But I've been playing Mario Odyssey recently, Super Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. on the Switch. It is such yeah. a fun game. Have you played that yeah. before? I haven't. I watched my roommate last year had a Switch, and he would play in our living room, and I would just kind of watch. But it looked very fun. It's so entertaining. Oh, my gosh. And it's so, like, there is so much to do. And when you actually, like, beat the game, you're, like, halfway done with everything that needs to be done. You know, yeah. like, when the, when the credits yeah. actually roll, you're nowhere close to finishing everything. But I have been playing it, for, like, the last month. It was very month. Super Mario Galaxy vibes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, what it is. That's just, like, the next level of that. It's, like, the yeah. evolution. Because it's like Super Mario <laughs> Sunshine, I think, and then Od- and then uh, Galaxy, and then an Odyssey, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Can't say I'm an I think I need to get a Switch. You should. I, I want to play that. I A lot of my friends play Smash, and I'm not nearly as good as them because mm. they can practice. Um, and then also the new Pokemon games that are coming out this year. Very exciting. Oh, I did see... I'm a big Pokemon guy. That's for that. And it's, like, all, uh... I forgot what it's, dis- like, what it's called, but it's open world, right? Open concept? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm excited for that. It's new concept. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, I think that's neat. I think it was really interesting because... Was Sword and Shield the first time they didn't have the grid anymore? I think so. Okay. And that was just so different. And it was just yeah. so, it took me a bit to get used to. And there's the like nostalgia factor of the grid and, you know, the little guy running around. But, um, yeah. no, I, yeah, I'm excited for it too. I'll definitely be on the train and definitely play that. Yes, sir. Anyway, should we do, uh, this day in history and some trivia before we head out? Sure. I've got my on this day in history pulled up right now. Fabulous. Go for it. Um, so. On this day in history, in 1927, March 4th, 1927, Babe Ruth becomes the highest paid player in the MLB when he signs a three-year, $70,000 per season contract with the New York Yankees. So three-year, $210,000. Doing some quick math there. Made him the highest paid player in MLB history in 1927. Man, that's crazy. Should we do a uh, podcast on inflation? <laughs> We could, then the little economics. Yeah, yeah that's how, how. Who's the highest paid player now? Is it Tatis with his contract now? Um, or is it Trout it's, still? It's got to be Trout, right? Let's see. Highest paid MLB player. Uh, Trevor Bauer. For the season, though, right? Per season, yeah. Three years, $102 million. But I think... Mike Trout with the four hundred thirty million dollars for twelve years has to be. Yeah, I would prefer that. Yeah. Personally, I don't know if anyone has four hundred, a four hundred million dollar contract. What was Tatis like three hundred fifty? Something like that. Three hundred forty. Yeah, fourteen years. Baseball's crazy, man. The amount of money that gets thrown around and the amount of years you sign someone for, it's 
crazy. It is really nuts. Like oh, that's my so that's my on this day in sports. Hmm. Uh, this day in film and television. Um, not in March fourth, nineteen twenty-two. First vampire film Nosferatu premieres at the Berlin Zoological Garden. Nosferatu, nice. An, ad- an adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula. So that's pretty neat. First vampire movie, nineteen twenty-two. On this day, that's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Who would have thought? Go vampires, that's... you know. Oh, I've also been rewatching uh, What We Do in the Shadows with my family. Have you seen that on Hulu? No. Man, I've, we are just I've heard of it's good. Hulu advertisement today, but it is pretty entertaining. Have you seen Barry on HBO? I have. I've, I mean, it's, I've seen like the first half of the first season, I think. It's, it's similar energy as that, um, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. It's just, it's it's pretty creative, and it it gets very interesting in the second season, and I really think it picks up steam in the second season. But there are a couple episodes that are just really, really good that I can always watch at any time and just always be laughing on the ground. That's yeah, that's nice. I'll check it out. Cool. Check check it out, dude. You you too, listener. Alright. What <laughs> of course I have trivia. Do you want arts, history, general, geography, science, or entertainment? Uh Hit me with the entertainment. Which, no chance you're going to know this. Which, uh, <laughs> which Japanese act sang the intro to the cartoon series Teen Titans? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> it's Puffy Yumi, of course. Puffy Emmy. Oh, Yumi? I should. I totally knew that. Did you? Okay, I'm sure. No, I did not. All right, let's I, do I, a. Uh, all right, this one you you. Actually, no. Let's do one you uh, you could get maybe. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. What year was the movie Star Trek: The Motion Picture released? I believe that might be the first Star Trek. I assume so. I'm gonna say. Uh... 1962. You are kind of close. Um, it's 1979. Hmm. So not so really been... close. That's well, inter- it's, so it were they competing with Star Wars? Because I think that's 1900s. I think that's when the first Star Wars came out. Was 1979. Type, type, type. 1977. 1977 was a New Hope. When was uh, Strikes Back? Empire Strikes Back. I'm pretty confident it was 80. Yeah, it was. Really? It was, oh. But still, that's, I mean, it's within a year of each other. I didn't realize it was that close either. Wow. Wow. 1979. I feel like, when did the show start? I think the show was earlier, and that's yeah. where the movie came from. There's a new Star Trek show that's out now, I think, actually. Yeah, Paramount's yeah, yeah, yeah. Streaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, the original Star Trek came out in 1966. So I just really was very wrong. So you were th- you were thinking of that though. You said it's 62, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't terrible. Yeah. You did your best. I suppose. Alrighty. Anything else before we head out here? 
I've, I'm all set. I've covered everything I wanted to cover. Cool beans. Well, we appreciate you guys listening and uh, coming back to this exciting podcast. I promise you we're going to get a lot more exciting. And if you have anything you want us <laughs> to talk about, you know, shoot us a text. My DMs are open on Twitter. Uh, where can we find you, Jack? You can find me at, at JF McKessie on Twitter. Uh, you, my DMs are, are also open, I think. So you can leave us a, a comment as well in our reviews uh, on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. Um, otherwise, Twitter, send us a text. Yeah, email us. I don't know how much of my information is available, but if you can find it, you know, have at it, I guess. Go ahead. (laughs) Anyways, this was fun. Uh, You can find me at Ryan Coleman underscore nine eight on Twitter. Um, Otherwise, like I said, hit me up anywhere you can find me. But this has been a song of sports and shows. Hopefully we will change the logo to our show, whether you're watching on Apple or listening on Apple or uh, that other thing, Spotify. So <laughs> That other thing. That other thing. I forget words sometimes. They're hard. But anyways, thank you guys for listening, and uh, have a good day. Bye.